everybody. Welcome to episode 47 of the Cyber Bros Podcast. I'm Ken Worski. I'm joined by... Kyle Riesmendale. For anyone that episode, missed episode 46 up on iTunes, other podcasting sites, subscribe and rate us if you can. Uh, send us an email, cyberbulliespodcast at gmail.com. Weekday record today. Yeah, middle of the week. Kyle just informed me he's been teaching for five hours. Yeah, I, ta- I literally talked almost the entire day straight. So I, I did think that I was like, fuck, because I couldn't do it yesterday because mm. I, I had meetings and shit till like late. And it's like, I'm going to be done. My voice is fried. Although I, I rested a little, so I sound a little you better. You sound fine. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, sexual? Yeah. Non-sexual? Mm. Yeah, probably. Not certainly, asexual, certainly not sexually threatening in any way. <laughs> no, no, never. Yeah, low, the low T club. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, okay, it's like the forty forty club, right? Small membership but elite. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was watching Shark Tank last night, and A Rod was on it as a as a shark as a shark. How was he a shark? <laughs> he was on it. All I know is he has a high school education and played baseball. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, what has he done? Like he's a great, I mean, he married up. That is true. Yeah, I mean, I think at one time he probably was good looking. Do you know what I mean? He looks weird now, but I think at a time he was handsome. What, what he, what, what he, why does he look weird? I, every time I see him, he has he's had work done. He just looks you odd. Think? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. His face. When I saw, I can't remember what it was. I mean, Maybe he's he's definitely like uh, husky now. Yeah, he did a Frank Thomas for sure. Yeah. He's on eugenics or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it is eugenics. <laughs> we can't have that conversation. But <laughs> I I just thought he looked his face looked. He's kind definitely of beefy, smooth, and he's well. He's beef- always had no facial hair. No, but like unnaturally smooth, like the Botox, like a Native look. American. Like he maybe he didn't do full work. Yes, like like laser, like I, electrolysis. No, he. I remember he was doing. It was like ESPN Sunday Night Baseball, and he saw someone throw trash in the ground. And he cried, like a Native American. No. <laughs> I did too. It took me a while. To I was like, "Yeah, it was. It wasn't worth the journey." Um, no, I saw him Sunday baseball, and he looked. He just it looked like he had Botox, and I thought, "Oh, that's sad." Because like, he, I, thought, I mean, he's the vainest guy of all. Well, time. right. It, this is, I guess, my point. But like, what does he know? Like, when they're like pitching ideas, what is he falling back on? Well, are they pitching ideas about rosin bags? No, <laughs> or donuts for baseball you're bats? Out, you're coming out hot. Today. I know. I'm just they saying. were donuts, but oh, they were really? protein donuts, like protein. <sighs> Like, I it was an he, interesting idea because, right, like, fair. I like stuff like that. But, like... Because you like well, donuts and you like protein? Exactly. Yeah, you want to eat donuts. Right. Obviously. Exactly. So and you that's, wanna, right. What they do? Put an egg in there? I don't know how they... What they were made of. I, I came mm. in, like, half halfway into Slowly it. green. But, like, I was watching it uh, with one of my friends, and we're just like, is that A-Rod? Yeah, you're like, why and is I'm he like, a shark? Wait. And they're like, no. I'm like, no, it's A-Rod. And it was A-Rod. Why was it the whole panel athletes then? Do you know what I mean? If it's like their nutrition. I liked it better. Like, Mr. Wonderful wasn't there, but it was Cuban. Uh, I forget the woman's name. But can you imagine if it was like like athletes who know about nutrition and are smart? Like Steph Curry and you sure. know what I mean? Like, it, it's all sports stuff. Yeah. And, or I mean, is that not fun? I don't watch this show. You know, I don't know what A-Rod's net worth is. I'm sure it's pretty good. <laughs> but, you know, and he was asking... Like he asked, funny, I forgot what his question was, but it was kind of like that's something A Rod would ask, <laughs> right? Yeah. So how many come in a dozen? Yeah, it was, it was uh, as stupid as that. Yeah, I know because I know A Rod. <laughs> I've heard him on, I've heard him talk for twenty years. It, it was almost like, how did you come up with this idea? Basically, was he asked him? And yeah. Just, I mean, they told him, but it was right because you need you on those shows. You do need the stupid person who says the obvious things, like moves the narrative along. Of like, right? So how long have you been working at this? Oh, you two are married. You know that kind of shit. Yeah, that's yeah. And then, and then the other business people come in and ask questions about like how much does it cost per widget or whatever. Right. <laughs> right. What's your overhead on your don on your semen donut? <laughs> I don't know those donuts 
freaking good though. Why <laughs> I really wanted one. Yes, they're donuts. Yeah, they look good. It might taste like shit. Who knows? All right. So in episode forty six, uh, we watched after the shock. Mm-hmm. So once again, our third member of uh, uh of the show, the broadcast team. Yeah. The, we third, got the fo- third chair? Folios with Florio. He loves oh. he loves participating. Uh, all right. It's uh you told me this is happening. I still forgot to put the song on. <laughs> right you wrong me? Yeah. As always. It's a uh, it's a classic of the Amitri. It's a greeting you give to be in a club. Are you of the Amitri? I am of the Amitri. <laughs> <laughs> what would the handshake be? You I just think, have to no, have, no. Pa- you have pasta sauce in your hand and just shake. <laughs> no, no, this is it, ready. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Roll with me oh. <laughs> Fair enough It's the stupidest thing on earth uh, I, I, Not this <laughs> I know this uh, is audio audio medium but Ken okay. gave me an inside joke with his hand Yeah Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh boy Yeah it's still low T Alright <laughs> Alright so Here we go Here our, we go Our, our, our bi-weekly email from, from Tom Florio about after the shock. About after the shock. Not a whole lot to say this time, although he had a lot to say. <laughs> That's what a person has a lot to say always starts with. You guys covered everything I made note of. As Ken mentioned, I I think hated this movie. It was so freaking dark. Hated? He, he didn't like it. Wow. I, I it was I'm so sh- okay. it was so yeah. freaking dark and I couldn't tell one scene or character from the next. But worst of all, I felt uneasy the entire time. When I texted Ken and it told was him, good. When I texted Ken and told him that the movie felt so claustrophobic and how the idea of ever being trapped like that was my worst nightmare, this is what Ken said. It's a movie from 1990. Calm down. <laughs> but but I think that's a sign of a good movie. I know. That's what I said. It gave the good impression of being cla- felt, feeling claustrophobic. It was very realistic. It wasn't authentic, but it was realistic. You guys totally nailed it with the Nick Tommy Wiseau connection. I oh, almost yeah. expected Nick to say, so anyway, Jack, how was your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> I like the part at the end when the cop tells Yafet Koto shows over, hit the bricks. <laughs> what a prick! But yeah, Yaf- the guy who worked all day. I know. freeing people for the cypher structure. But Yafet rose above and assured him that they weren't up there stealing hubcaps. Yeah, it was like that weird moment of like reminding them that they're like the racial tension of the time. Right. Yeah. I I think it was good. I- I'm. It's okay. It was okay for that kind of movie. Again, right. The caveat of this for is a, a very specific event to right. a very specific city like you know what i mean like yeah but like i can imagine like uh, the anything, people of that city something something lower than 9-11 like that kind of event right you know like i sure like a flood or a heat wave yeah, or something yeah. they, they did a good job i don't know i don't know what else you want from that movie i guess i'm still shocked they made a movie out of it a year later they were there right, on it right on it but i think your thing was right about rescue 911 there was like that was that was hot at the time 88 was the real beginning of expose reality tv like yeah shit that was not uh, like today but it was like about stories and real people and mm-hmm. all that shit and yeah this is exactly that yeah ripped from the headlines i can't understand your uh irrational hatred of skiing it's freaking oh, awesome fuck, but i appreciate the tip on peeing in an avalanche although trust me if i was ever buried i wouldn't have to remember to pee it pretty much just happened automatically look for, <laughs> looking forward to getting back to lighter fare next episode yeah i mean is this lighter fare i don't know i don't know either i have some questions i have a lot I have of more questions, questions than answers i know that i have thoughts yeah like you had a lot of thoughts you had five pages of thoughts i yeah. don't have quite that much but well that was folios for florio or bi-weekly check-in. 
with a man of great intelligence and knowledge. <laughs> and we also talked to Tom Florio. All right. <laughs> Shots fired for no All right. So, the episode, uh, the movie chose for episode 47 is 2010's A Family Thanksgiving. This stars Daphne Zuniga. Mm. Zuniga? As you said in the intro. <laughs> I, I don't know I, which one it is. I, I said it, and then I was like, is that right? <laughs> As it. Claudia, which... Claudia. I don't remember them calling her that at all. When you movie. said it, you just said it now. I was like, "Is that?" Right? I thought you were fucking with me. Like you just made up a name because I don't know. She's uh most famous for as Princess Vespa in Spaceballs. She was mm, on Melrose. Most famous for that's interesting. Yeah, you think? I I would say probably, but she's in um uh, uh those two things. The I sure remember. thing I want to say she's also in, which is a big like that was like John Cusack's big movie before um Better Off Dead. Oh okay, and all right, like rom- romantic comedy, but they're like eighteen. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was yeah. Like, yeah, it's good. Actually, I think Rob Reiner directed. I want to say, oh, interesting. I know, right? Like it's it's a, it's good. This also stars Dan Payne as Bill, mm-hmm. the husband. Uh, I don't really know him for anything. He's been he was in Watch the Watchmen movie. Uh, mm. He's in the movie Cabin in the Woods. He's a little older than that, obviously, but uh, actually, no, it's about the same time as yeah. That movie. I bet it's like 2010. I yeah, think, right. Also stars Faye Dunaway. <laughs> Faye Dunaway's in this movie. Yeah, that was a shocker when I when I went to like watch the trailer or whatever. I was like, what As is she Gina? doing? This is a Peter O'Toole or it is. Like, yeah, late career cash in, making no effort, plastic surgery, <laughs> doesn't give a shit, just phoning it in. I mean, she's been you know network, Bonnie uh, Clyde, legitimately, uh, dearest, uh, yeah, a real actress. Yes, for sure, Oscar winning, Oscar nominated. Yeah, it, that's and, about it for this. And she's morning. in like four or five movies I love. Like yeah. She's in good movies. Bonnie and Clyde, uh, 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 the Chinatown. Yeah, the Redford one. Um, Network. Yeah, Network, of course. Mommy, Mommy Dearest. Dearest. That's a classic cable movie for sure. <laughs> All right, what else do you got for us? Oh, Ken, this was tough. I had to do this at work today, so, you know. It, it just made it harder. I was trying to do other things, but we're going back to November 6th. I mean, that's nine years ago already. Yeah, like we had to get we had to order a little extra plutonium now. End of a de- beginning of the decade. Yeah, well, the, you know, we when we took our hiatus, we sent um those kids back to the mine yeah. to get the plutonium. Right. That's where it comes from. Yes, because we're both scientists, right? Um, <laughs> to fuel the car because we knew we there were lots of journeys to be taken. Yeah, there's a warm up. It's a cold night. Yeah, so, you know, it's 30, we're getting that time of year, thirty five, forty degrees. You don't just get in and fucking drive. No. No. I don't care if there's nuclear f- fusion or not. No, or fission. <laughs> <laughs> I got no preference on my nuclear particles, how they divide or combine. Well, I guess that's the only way to do it. All right. So we're going November 6th, 2010. Mm. I'm going to start with music. I looked at the list and I kind of knew all the songs, but okay. I also, but if you had told me it was 2015 or 2005, well, I think we've discovered that. Yeah, after I, 1999, we're kind of and not even just after 1999, but like you know, I usually can have like a pillar song where you're like, okay, I kind of know before and after that or whatever. Yeah, I I, so, I I think that's just we got older and well, we stopped going to clubs or going and out, we, and which we is a lot of it. Honestly, we weren't listening to radio anymore. We were listening more to yeah, that's true. Serious or we entered the streaming streaming, age. yeah. yeah. Right. So, and I'm getting out of the streaming age when it comes to urination. Um, so, I recognized a lot of the artists, but I didn't... Do you know what I mean? Okay. It was like a bunch of people I'd heard of. I might still be But able not to... a single one of the songs I knew. Do you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. oh, there's a person I've heard of, but that's not their hit song. Yeah. Like, Flo Rida was on there with, like, his fourth hit, and I'm like, what is this song? I've never heard of this. Right. 
but I know the one, you know. Sure. The apple bottom jeans. All right. So is it Trey Songs featuring Nicki Minaj, Bottoms Up, so another butt song. <laughs> Nelly, Just a Dream. Never heard of it. Pink, Raise, Raise Your Glass. Oh, yeah, I know that one. That one I knew, but that was yeah. like a big, that was pretty big. Yeah, it was like a big a, song. Yeah. Is that also like a graduation song or a wedding Probably. song or something? Like, I think it is a wedding song. Yeah. Um, and Far East Movement featuring Cataracts and Dev, like a G6. Oh, I know that song. So I knew the song, but not the artist. In Correct. This yeah. So of those four, what was number one? Number one. <laughs> Pink. You would think. I think that was a summer song. Like a G6 was number yeah, one. Yeah, that would be my other guess. But like, it, That but, was huge. That was on all the time. Yeah. It, all the artists, though, were all people I'd heard of. And I'm not kidding. Every single song. I was like, what is this song? Like, It just made up word. It just was gibberish. Yeah. It was very it's disconcerting. I like the gibberish era. Oh, and a new development with fucking Billboard.com. Calling oh, them no. out. Uh, guys, play my music. Put on a blast. <laughs> Funkmaster Flex. They are now putting behind the paywall all the archive things. Why? Why? So I can only get Hot 100 now. I couldn't because I tried to do jazz. I tried to do alternative rock. Why do they care? Who's looking it up? Clearly, they, they know the cyber bullies are coming. <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> Come with Summer Slam. <laughs> Joke for two listeners. John, you're asking Audrey Lee. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was I was annoyed because it would show you like the first couple of songs. I'm like, fuck, I can't even do like the fun. Because I was going to do the jazz albums and make some up because I was like, I, I didn't care about any of these songs. So right, well, here we are. <sighs> All right, Box Office Mojo also redesigned their site, but it's still free, so that was good. So what was the top movie? Mm. November six. So like this is like the transition. Yeah, the ho- the uh, Halloween slasher horror. Suspense movies are kind of fading out. Yep. And you're heading towards prestige dramas. Yes. Amongst other Christmas things. Time. Slash Christmas blockbusters. Yeah. So Saw, the final chapter. Yep. Colon, the final chapter. Megamind. Jackass 3D. Life as we know it. Or Due Date. What was Life as you, that life as you know it? That's the only one I remember. I don't remember. Mm. It's like a... If I recall correctly, it's one of these like interwoven stories, like adult dramas, but not that great. Okay. Like kind of like This Is Us, but a movie. So Saw, typically, those all came out like the week before Halloween. Right. I figured that came out that previous, whatever, Friday or Saturday. So by week two, it's probably done. I'll yeah, go Megamind. No, no stamina. Yeah. Megamind. Yeah, you, t- you talked yourself into it. Yeah. Yeah. That piece of shit. Who was Meg? What was Megamind? Was Steve, Steve Carell. Yeah, and maybe Will Ferrell even too. I think is maybe one of the. <laughs> See, this is what happens. You talk about that. Good fucking lord. Uh, yeah, I want to say Will Ferrell's in it. Was okay. one of the voices. That wasn't the one that started Minions, right? Or was it? Oh, maybe. I think it, I think it was. Oh, you're right. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that should have taught you to it then if you yeah. did that. So you got it right even for the wrong reason. Yeah. Mm, doesn't. No one cares. <laughs> All right. So TV. I I did. I, tr- I tried to track down every possible way to get this. I couldn't get it. I even I thought I could even do the what was number one in Canada. Couldn't get that, which I enjoy that game. Could you get number one like at, at all? No. Why? It it because I I went through the newspaper database we have it for my school. Like so, I did yeah. actual research and they didn't have it. It was weird. I think we've stopped paying for stuff so we don't get certain things. Oh, That's why I think happened. And it wasn't Googleable or it didn't come up like in the first whatever ten pages. Yeah. I was like, I'm not so, okay. what I did come across when I was looking through the newspaper were some movies that were coming out as TV movies with funny producers. 
Like, okay. like people you weren't expect to produce movies. So I'm going to okay. name four movies. All right. One of them is real. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to tell you the producer and then the name of the movie. Okay. One's real. And one of them is real. All right. From producer Randy Travis, opening day, colon, fastball. I got to read it. <laughs> I, 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 what I loved is that you were like really thinking about it. You're like, fuck, I got to write it down. God damn it. So opening day, colon, fastball. <laughs> okay. Producer Garth Brooks. Okay. Unanswered prayer. Okay. Producer Amy Grant. <laughs> Boy. A mother's gift. Okay. Okay. Producer Big and Rich. Tractor pull magic. So we have opening day fastball, opening day colon fastball, unanswered prayer, a mother's gift, tractor pull magic. I mean, you're make you're trying to make it obvious with big and rich tractor pull magic. Maybe. So I'll say. But that, remember, it's 2010. There's no rules. I'll say that's real. Well, remember, only one of them was real. Only I know one of them was real. Oh, one was real. One is real. Three are fake. Oh, okay, right. right, right. So, so this game is harder than it looks. Hmm. So, Randy Travis, Garth Brooks, Amy Grant, Big and Rich. One of them produced a movie, a TV movie, and it's named on this list. Garth Brooks, Unanswered Prayer. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's it's based on a song called Unanswered Prayer. Yeah. Do you want... <clears throat> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, see? Do you want me to tell you how I got there? Yeah. Because I know you so well. Go for it. So, the Randy Travis one I knew was fake because he put colon fastball. You know, what, you know what's funny about that one? I based that on a real movie, not from Randy Travis, but it was like... Um, it was like wide receiver colon kickoff. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny. I was like, that's a funny name. I got to like make this into something. And then the Amy Grant one. We've just been talking about Amy Grant a lot lately. See, I thought that would be a good red herring. But then also, because we were talking about her a lot, I thought I could reverse psychology right. into exactly. guessing it. And the big and rich one I do is just hilarious. <laughs> it's, just, it's just gibberish. Exactly. Yeah. You know. It was good, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, does that work? Now, if do? you would have went with Garth Brooks alter ego... Yeah, if I said Chris Gaines. Yes, I know you love that. I do love Chris Gaines. There's a lot of Chris Gaines talk in grad school. Yeah, one day we'll have to like figure that out. What the whole Chris Gaines thing? Yeah, I just like it's just one of those things like there should be a podcast about. Yeah. Like they did the like in search of Richard Simmons, we should do it in search of Chris Gaines. Okay. You don't think anybody wants that? No. Nobody wants that. But this. I would like to talk about it. Yeah, I just feel like I think it's a funny idea to chase down a fake character. Yeah, like Sid Finch. Exactly. Yeah, no one knows that. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna go back in time. Walk that base. Well, 1999. Now, now you can tell really quick whether it's the 50s or 1999. How are you at a segregated lunch counter? Mm. Are you eating at a lunch counter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That movie, while perfect, is also terrible. <laughs> like, like. Yeah. Like some of that stuff you're just like, goo. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also perfectly made. It's like it's well constructed. I love it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Not mad at we it. We like Back saying. to the Future. Yeah, who, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> We're so unique. <laughs> uh, oh, well, boy. the question is, do we like a family Thanksgiving? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go way out of limb and say probably not. I, well, uh, okay. Maybe uh, I won't speak too soon. I wasn't crazy about... Well, I like... No, that's not true. I like The Family Man with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. 
of which is exactly the same <laughs> a cover basically <laughs> right I, I do like the idea of a cover movie like we're taking the premise we're flipping the gender and we're not going to acknowledge it it is almost exactly yeah. the same movie it is I do like the I do like family I remember I think liking it, that it's funny I like I'm it pretty a lot. sure I saw it in the theater Nicolas Cage yeah yeah Pamela Anderson <laughs> Tay Leone <laughs> yeah underrated Tay Leone yeah underrated hottie of the 90s slash early 2000s I would say too that's a correct take not only a good good actress I enjoy her work yeah but like just she had a unique look yeah she was interesting correct and and good clothes I always felt like she dressed it was like a more tyranny level of like oh yeah she wore very like silky blousey stuff yes that was very 90s (laughs) give me that silk you know these two fashionistas (laughs) yeah I mean I'm silk the shocker I love it (laughs) now in this context I'd be something very different than what you think of me it's (laughs) I enjoy it. You're totally right, though. Like, yeah. when I think of Bad Boys and I think of what she wears, like, yeah. it makes no sense, and I love every part of it. Yeah. It's like the the sister in the last movie, or the baby the bride. <laughs> right. Just like... <laughs> I don't know why it works, but it does. Disparate elements, but it's great. Yeah. It's like jambalaya. You just throw it all in there, and so it tastes great. <laughs> I don't know how much I could do this with you anymore. <laughs> this is the breaking point. Tiliotis wardrobe. <laughs> Look... I just being honest, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, she's you brought an attractive her up. woman. All right. I feel like we're mad I at each agree. other. We're <laughs> Okay. Why did you bring her up? Because she's in a family man. Oh, that's right. Or the family man. I think it's the family man. I think it's the family man. I like that movie. It's good. So with my college roommate, Chris Vanderbeck. Oh. I don't know why I remember that. CBB. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I haven't thought about him in a while. How's he yeah, doing? He's good. Two kids. Two? Yeah. Two boys. Mm, One's playing hockey. Yeah, that makes sense. Were they up there upstate still? Yeah. Yeah, outside Saratoga. Oh, okay. Gonna get in the horse game? <laughs> Gonna see the ponies? <laughs> my patience is wearing thin. <laughs> <laughs> You're the emperor. <laughs> my patience is wearing thin. Oh, that comes that's like we're like a month away. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we open up with an aerial shot of San Francisco. Which I didn't notice, and then through the rest of the movie, I was like, what fucking city are we in? And they finally showed the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, they showed right in the beginning. And then we realized we're doing movies two weeks in a row in fucking San Francisco, yeah. without intentionally, although it's, Bay Area fil- it's very clearly filmed in Vancouver. Yeah. But. Bay City Rollers. <laughs> S-A-T-D-U-R. <laughs> D-A-Y? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I, I fucking <laughs> lost it. I was like, <laughs> not only did I forget what, how the word was spelled, I forgot what I was doing. Like, I just stopped. It's away. okay. It happens. It's Thursday. Yeah. It's my worst day, for sure. It's been a long week. Coming up on a holiday. Yeah. Just got to get there. All I know is they open on a rowing machine. Oh, I, they do. And Zuniga, I, uh, Zuniga. <laughs> it's going to be all day. Is a high-powered lawyer. She's going over her notes while she's doing Pilates. She's very busy. Yeah, she's a busy business lady. Busy business woman. Single. Doesn't need a man. But, but keeps it toned. Busy. Rowing. Busy. Machine. <laughs> No, it's Pilates. No, she has a rowing machine. No, it was Pilates. Really? I know you don't know what Pilates is, but it was Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made that word up, number one. All right. No, it was Pilates. I, all right, well, hashtag uh, rowing machine if you agree with me. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't all a rowing right, I'm sure you're right. I, I, I mean, I, I wish it was. Yeah. I wish it was a Nordic track. <laughs> well, that's like when, it fir- when I first heard it, like the noise of it, I thought, oh, this is going to be a Nordic track. I really felt it. And I typed it and then had to delete it, but... <laughs> So, also, that scene is so dark. 
Did you notice how dark the whole house was? Well, we're, now remember, we're coming off after the shock, so <laughs> right. So. I thought it was like looking at the sun. <laughs> I just felt like, why is it so weirdly dark in there? It was early. She's, was it? No. I have a lot of issues with the time and the sunlight in this movie. Oh, you do? There's so many scenes <laughs> that are set at a certain time of day, and the sun is not correct. <laughs> it's like f- almost four or five times where you're supposed I don't even notice that. Like where she goes to the coffee shop. In the at beginning? 6 a.m. and when it opens yeah and it is like blazing hot sun it might as well be noon no in the middle of winter you're telling me it's 6 a.m. the blazing sun is out maybe in the west coast it's still fucking earth no i mean it's warm warmer no but it but it was bright is what i'm yeah. saying it could have been warm but i didn't notice bright. it was bright but it, i believe no it was because i i kept thinking it's weird. Like, what time? Because I, I had no sense she got up early. And then they yeah. showed the sign. We opened at 6. Oh, yeah. And she it wasn't open yet. Right. Or it was 6.01. Like, like, but I was like, how could it be 6? It is ridiculous. It's the okay. middle of the day. Like, pay attention. Yeah. You're not wrong. Or, or if you're going to just not turn lights on in another scene, don't turn them on in that scene. True. Terrible green screen. All right. Well, moving on. All right. <laughs> so she stops to get coffee, but the shop is closed. Kyle just said she meets Bill, who is creepy, and says he sees her there every day. So basically, he stalks her out every day. Yeah, and... I mean, you could still do that in 2010, I think. Uh, Probably. Yeah. But I also felt like he wasn't that good looking. Like, I feel like you get yeah. away with that if you're a hunky. Okay. And he wasn't hunky enough. Like, I, this movie did not deliver on the things it could have done easily, which is deliver hunks. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, that guy should have been better looking. They weren't a good match. No, he should have been. He should have been Dawson Leary's dad. Yeah. Yes. Like, when I saw it, I went, this is obvious. Mitch Leary... Right, but it, hunky. What's his real name? Well you know? built. Yeah, but like rugged. Like they're trying to make him a little more like manly man. They de- they had poor chemistry on right? screen. Those two. What is with the casting with these movies? Yeah. They're supposed to be like like romantic leads or in like want to fuck all the time. And it's like Shaq and Mac. You know, like you don't believe it. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> my, I was very proud of myself. I make I make Ken laugh, but it's it so. But you're right though. Like the whole my whole problem with this. That whole part when she goes into the family man scenario is that she's not attracted to him at all when she right. first sees There's him. not even like the hint of being interested. Right. Which is no, it should be there should have been like now some kind of physical attraction, right. but and I know you don't try- know why. Yes. And I know they're trying to construct her as too busy for love. Correct. Like Dr. Jones. <laughs> right. Like she like doesn't even think about sex. Like she's sexless. Right. Like but you. Like, yeah, but the difference is I'm not too busy for sex. It just turns out, Ken, everyone else is. But, like, it's I, – I didn't understand why I would do that. Like, what they should have done is that they don't need to make her desperate. Are we, we're punching it up already? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, they don't need to make her desperate because I think that would have been bad, too, of, like, she's just like, Ugh. Yeah. But they needed to have that thing of, like, she's so busy, and then, like, the spark happens. And she goes, oh, yeah, I'm alive. You're right. Or she, I need to change my underwear before I go to work. Like that never happens. Or she, or she sees him, thinks he's cute, but just doesn't have time to pursue it. Right. Or just goes, ah, fuck. Because it's not important. Right. Exactly. And he said something creepy then too, and it's just like, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. I'm here every day. This is, you know what I mean? I'm a regular. Don't bother me. Right. I like that. Yeah. Although, again, you don't become a rich, busy business lady by buying coffee. I just want to point that out too. Make your own coffee. She should have been. She is a hundred percent the person. Who has like a perfect like old like really expensive coffee machine? Yeah. Rather than going there and getting or it makes f- like French press. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like it, it, you get you get off the wrong machine, you drink <laughs> French press, 
You go to the bathroom for sure. <laughs> you go to work. You hose off and you go to work. <laughs> Am I wrong? Tell me how I'm wrong. I've been a businesswoman for a lot of years. Yeah. No, I mean you're not you're not wrong. She gets the fucking security guard. She no, she a- doesn't only get a coffee. <sighs> she what does she get? She gets a brand muffin for the security guard. Yeah, what is she trying to do? Here's a guy who has to sit at a desk, and you're going to give him a brand muffin? His can't, sh- whole, can't shit. His whole job is to sit at the desk. Maybe and- he's on a turlet there. <laughs> oh, oh! if he's figured that out, I want that <laughs> job. <laughs> but, like, you're, you're torturing him. You're basically saying, now I'm going to make you sit and have to go, and your whole job is to sit here and check IDs. So now, cause so, so you're that guy, right? You're Leonard. And you go, hey, uh, I need some... I need someone over here uh, to watch the desk. And they come over. And they're like, "Oh, I got, I got to use. Why? I got to use the bathroom." Okay. Forty minutes later, because he's probably he's, he's dropping hammers because he's there. fifty-five years old. And now this guy's like, "What the fuck, man? That's my whole break." <laughs> she ruined his day with a brand muffin. Give him the donut and let him die, which is what he wanted. He goes, "This isn't a donut." Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I was so I was infuriated by the brand muffin. <laughs> She's just trying to be nice and keep him healthy. Ugh. It's her only friend. Yeah, it's I guess that's true. The, the sister really is even her friend. No. Yeah, we didn't get a sassy neighbor. Again, perfect situation for a sassy neighbor who or goes a sassy coworker. Who comes over and goes, You're acting very different. You know what I mean? Who like notices the change? Yeah. Uh, in like the murder one, she would have murdered her, but in this one she would just be like, <laughs> Quincy? Yeah. <laughs> it's murder. Sam's murder. <laughs> okay. I, so, I, I wrote that after that. Is she a bad tipper? I don't know why, but clearly something she did made me think she didn't tip well. Mm. It might have been the coffee. But again, you go in every day, you have you to tip. No, you monster Every tip. day? Because you want good service. You're like, I'm here every day because they think you're a bad he tipper. He wasn't good service. He wasn't even open on time. He should know who she was, though, too. I thought that was weird. If she is a regular. Yeah. Like the like the chai man at my thing, chai man. Yeah, that's his, that's his brand. He's the chai man. Okay, it sounds racist, but he's just the guy who sells chai tea. Right, but he runs like the coffee thing. Like if you're in there every day, oh, yeah, yeah, and you don't like, or or like the end of the week, you put like a ten in there or something. Sure, like, I just like you're an asshole, or you're a regular at a bar. Mm. You you know anyway. I got you. Getting the leftover coffee, you know. Maybe you meet him after. It's a, you get a bag of bagels. Sure. The pl- when I was buying coffee every day, the place across the street from my work, after a while, like every fifth or sixth coffee, they just give it to me. Right, you're a regular. Right. This is what I'm saying. But yeah. but then the trade off of being a regular is you you yeah you, you got to tip you, you give them off the books money that they can use. Like right, this is exactly. the whole fucking way it works. Yeah. It's a society. Yeah, we live in a society. I, I learned from my students that's a meme. Yeah, I we said live that. Live in a society. Yeah, I said that. George they, Costanza said that. I said that, and they and they burst out laughing. Is it a George Costanza meme? Meme? I don't know. I just pointed him and said, "I'm a young, cool professor, and I don't understand this, so it's not funny." Right. And they it's shut. Not fun. And they shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus. No, I like that class. They're fun. So she's hoping to get a promotion. You need partner. Big surprise there, like every other lawyer, woman lawyer. Right. Uh, she calls her sister, who immediately gives her shit about coming to Thanksgiving. I mean, to be fair, every lawyer. Yeah. Right. In every movie. Just in a Lifetime movie, it's just a woman lawyer because it's a Lifetime movie. Right, exactly. We're not following a male lawyer. It's true. Caveman lawyer. Her <laughs> sister asked her to make a pie, but Zaniga says she doesn't have time. Yeah, so we're- Just on... buy a pie. Okay. Who cares? Another one of these movies that's about a holiday, but isn't about a holiday. Oh, Thanksgiving is nowhere to be found in this It's movie. in that moment. I didn't even realize because, again, 
they're shooting it in the middle of summer. You can tell. There's no snow. There's no wind. There's no leaves. It's the middle of fucking summer, even yeah. in Vancouver, right? So right. when they show you the San Francisco, you're just like, oh, it's August 15th, right? So you don't know anything about the context. And then she's like, oh, you're going to bake a pie? I was like, bake a pie for what? Yeah. Like, it took 10 minutes to it's get to- It's called a family Thanksgiving. Right. To get to Thanksgiving. I'm like, oh, right. Like, they totally take you out of it. I for, there's uh, it's not about Thanksgiving. I hate that drove me insane. This is a Thanksgiving movie like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. No, that's that's at least better. Like you at least know it's Christmas in the movie. You don't know it's Thanksgiving here. She says it at whatever that is, like let's say seven minutes. It doesn't come back until forty five yeah, minutes, least, fifty minutes at least. And if that's not only, later. And that's only because when she's in the switcheroo. You know, she's dealing with the sister again, and they're planning Thanksgiving. And she right. says, "Oh, I'm going to make the thing for." Th-. She's like, "Thanksgiving's in like five weeks." And it's more about his surprise party, yes, uh, than than Thanksgiving. Yeah, it should have been called surprise party. Just because... make that Thanksgiving, or just make it surprise party. <laughs> That's a better title because she's surprised by all the things going on, and she's throwing a surprise party. I can't wait to talk about what she has to fuck him. I can't wait, <laughs> which she has to. Well, that's the question, right? I know. Like, what is the what are the ethics there? Like my okay, well, I, when we get, we'll there, get there, I have a lot of thoughts on that. But <laughs> we haven't even got the Faye Dunaway's. Appearance. No, I know she's right here. Yeah. So Faye Dunaway all of a sudden is in Zuniga's, Zuniga's office. <laughs> says she's some kind of psychiatrist hired by the firm. She tells Zuniga time is running out and it's very important that they speak. Okay. Did you now when you saw her in her office? Did you think she was invisible and magic or a real person? I thought she was magic, magic and real and real. Okay. Because like for a minute I thought, oh, she must be invisible because. You don't just walk around like the fourteenth floor of a law. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't happen. Well, that's why she said I'm part of the firm. As hybrid. She's like a consultant. So that's how she sells. So it. you're telling Zuniga. me that a seventy-seven-year-old woman dressed like a witch <laughs> comes into a high-powered law office, yeah. and everyone goes, "Oh, she's a consultant." Well, you know, some of those. Off- what is she consulting on? The crystals. Some of the well, that's what some of those offices have like uh, chair massages. Like the people walk, they they do. No, I like that you're comparing a human being to a chair massage. No, like the the people that do the chair massage. Oh, and they're like witches. Well, they they they're like usually hippie-ish. Okay, I just it, I I don't think that was totally unreasonable <laughs> that she was in okay. the office. I just think because she's so old, like you just don't see elderly people at work. <laughs> elderly? Yeah. Well, how old do you think she is? In this movie? <laughs> yes, sixty-eight. Really? Maybe she's older. I don't know. I, she feels she older. Looks good. Well, she's Faye Dunaway. She's one no, of the most beautiful women of all time. Right. But I'm just saying she feels like a person who doesn't belong at work. Well, Like you're worried about her falling down and breaking her hip. I don't think she's that old. What would you say, 68? How old is Faye Dunaway? Oh, look at this. We're going to Siri. I was going to type it in. She was 68, motherfucker. In that- wow, all right. <laughs> well, she looked, then she looked older than she was. But still, giving massages? What's 68-year-olds giving massages? All right. Anyway, it's that movie. All right. Did you she watch, looked at did you watch the movie The Intern with with Bobby De Niro and Anne Hathaway? I'm sure. Yes, I did. Well, Renee Russo plays like the massage therapist that walks around the office. She's in her sixties. All right. <laughs> I, I, you're right. What I, they don't I, they don't have them walk around the college, <laughs> no, the university. Oh yeah, yeah. We have lots of cool perks like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a state-run university. Does I got I got a fr- I got a free diet Shasta once. <laughs> kidding i don't know it just seemed very bizarre to me that she was there because i was well, of like, course she's a, a whatever a spirit a witch right. I, she's a witch i'm sorry sure. she's a witch okay i don't care that this is after halloween she's a witch fair enough neither good nor i don't either. know what her end game is but 
Agreed. This is what I'm trying to get at. Like, what is her deal? Like, at least with Peter O'Toole, we knew, like, what he was about in that movie. Did we? I don't think he did. <laughs> what, Glenn? He, yeah, he knew his motivation. He's Peter O'Toole. He's an actor. No, but, like, the magical people in most of these movies, like, even Mrs. Miracle, we, we for all her nonsense, we know what she's doing. We know her game. She Yeah, she smells things that are cooking. <laughs> right. A, number one, she tells you, <laughs> you're making beef stroganoff. <laughs> number two, though, when she interferes in Vanderbeek's life, she's saying you you need to you need to reconnect right your wife is dead you need to get on with your life i thought she was in the piano wasn't that what we came up with yeah the media geek said that as well (laughs) right but i'm just saying like the premise of her existence is there in this movie she just appears Mm -hmm. there's no context and then she says a bunch of weird shit and leaves yeah and it starts reappearing and and you know what's funny about it is like once zuniga's in the in the the switcheroo she's like accepts it almost immediately it's I very ha- bizarre. Like, <sighs> what is the first thing you think yes. of is like, I'm having a mental episode. Right. You go, am I sick? Am I hurt? Or am I dead? Right. Yeah. Have I gone to the afterlife or some right. other kind of like middle place, the exactly. dead zone? <laughs> right. And also, isn't the first thing you do, like, look at your boobs and look at your area? <laughs> Don't you just go, like, let me just check things out. Because that's, how you, second, that's how you know if you're real, you're you or not. <laughs> your secret bits. So you go into switcheroo, right? Yeah, check out my job. So all of a sudden, like you get you meet Faye Dunaway, she turns you into a high powered lawyer. <laughs> the first thing you do is look, look at I could be a high powered lawyer. Is look, look at is look at your dong. Yeah, you go into the switcheroo, you go, like, am I me or am I another person? Like quantum leap. Exactly. Exactly. You look in a mirror, you do you do you do some self checking, is my point. All right. You don't you don't do any of that? I don't think I would do that immediately. Well, I would assume I was myself. In the first 10 minutes. I would you... assume I was me. All right. Well, really? Yeah. Even though all this stuff I weird... would assume I was dead. Yeah, because you deserve it. <laughs> really? The first... So, like, all right. It, all right. This is insane. <laughs> it's like a would you rather kind of situation. So, like, what, okay. what would so you, you do? Go, you get in a car. Like, All right. So she gets in a car with Faye Dunaway. Right. So so already you're on alert because a homeless person's in your car. Correct. <laughs> like The like, weird masseuse is in your car. Because like, what I wrote down is she reminds me of like the regular homeless person at a business. You know what I mean? Like when you go sure. to like, like a, in the city at a coffee shop. Yeah. No problem. But you see that guy every day. He yeah. uses the restroom. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So if he's in your car, you're like, I know this guy. Yeah. He's weird. I'm not afraid of him, but I'm also like, I don't know if I want him in my car. Well, she's on her Blackberry. She's sending. She's not really paying attention. And all of a sudden, Faith Dunaway is like in there and talking to her. Be like, we really need to have this meeting. She's like, you need to see what else is out there. Kind of. I think she said something different, but but it, but it's not very like compelling. I, I I didn't feel like her mission was clear. But she doesn't even give Zuniga a chance to. Right, she says you're not doing this. Talk about it. She doesn't go like you have a week to get better. She just goes like I'm going to meet you in another hour and turn you into the switcheroo. Right. So uh, Zuniga asks to be dropped off, I think, and she gets dropped off in front of a house, and she's in the switcheroo. Right, right. The the car takes her. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. Faye Dunaway is driving. Yeah, she has no. Was the last time she drove a car in real life? IRL. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Never. She's been driven around since 1968. Would Wait, be my but guess. not the not the character in the movie, right? But she's unconvincingly driving in this movie, and the green screen is terrible. <laughs> well, it's Lifetime or whatever it is, Hallmark. I'm allowed to care about things. I don't notice shit like that like you do. Yeah, this is what the podcast is. I know. You notice some things. I notice other things. We yell at each other and then we end the podcast. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know the I format, did like her hat, her slash like hat that she wore. <laughs> 
big guitars from Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Who else well, would I'm telling that for our, fan. our, our younger listen, listeners. You're plur- pluralizing that? Yeah, that's true. No one under... We do this podcast for one person. Yeah, there's like four people for sure that like I know <laughs> listen to everyone else. Yeah, I I have, All right, so I, have it, I have slash thoughts, but I okay, we can't. So she's it, she's in the movie or she's in the switcheroo all of a sudden. So she goes up to this house to to kind of I guess ring the doorbell. And she she doesn't have her cell phone with her. I guess to use the phone or whatever. And her husband. Yeah, why wouldn't she have the cell phone of the person she is now? Right, because like you, because when you you okay, that's probably what you do first. You look at the phone and go, um, you know, mom, you you call that number or sister. Well, it's or, a, she does that. Yeah, she calls work. Right, but like, and nobody knows yeah. who she is, of course. So the guy comes, her husband Bill comes out, kisses her. He's like, oh, I guess we're still not talking. And she's like, what? She has two kids. Like, but now, if that's you or me or any normal rational person, they they think one of those things. They're either. Uh, dead or having a mental breakdown. Yes, right. One of those two things. Then I, I think yeah, like a mental break. Check for their sure. private parts. Apparently, well, you know or if you're you or not. <laughs> you because like, that's a thing you can identify. You know for sure what it looks okay. like. So she, she she grabs her boobs. She makes sure it's her. It's her exactly. And then she's kind of off and running in this new life. Basically, like she gets to that first yes. day. She talks to her sister. Uh, her sister and her are apparently in the in the her previous life. Her sister and her are not close. Now they are close. They talk every day. Right. She leans on her sister for a lot. I forgot a couple things. I, I clearly I trailed off in my notes because I have way more notes about the first fifteen minutes of the rest of the movie. Okay. So when she goes before she goes in the switcher and she gets offered the partnership. So so they set up the plot of the movie with that part, right? Yeah, there there is the the evil corp basically. Right. She's the corporation. She's representing a corporation that's going to destroy a park to build something. I to don't build what, uh, a factory a, or something. A mill. Yeah, a mill. It was. It was a mill. I know. It's just like it's very it, Canadian. It's eighteen thirty-five. Yeah, they're in uh, Vancouver. <laughs> oh, and she's making her team work through Thanksgiving on this case because right. they have like three days, to which is kind of important to where like it's almost like a Christmas Carol of like a thing. She's just being a total asshole, making everybody work. Yeah, late. exactly. And what I loved about that scene, though, she sits down with her boss, who is a terrible actor. He's brutal. And he's so Canadian. Yeah. And they're sitting in front of a, a green screen of like the city skyline. He came out of the water of Vancouver. <laughs> it was so And fun. just on camera. Yeah, she was like he was like the swamp man for that movie. <laughs> yes. But less sexy. And they're sitting in front of this green screen. It's so bad. It's like shaking almost. You could feel <laughs> it. Right? And then I, I wrote the... Uh, so, wait. Uh, uh, where is it? Uh, I'm like... This is like a terrible scene, The Phantom Menace. Because they're sitting there discussing, like, policies and trade in front of a horrible green screen. And all I could think about is, like, that Senate scene where, like... Sure. And it's so bad. Like, in retrospect, it's so bad. Oh, oh God. I was like, and so if your lifetime movie is being compared to the Phantom Menace, yeah, you're you're, doing... fuck, you're fucking up. <laughs> oh, oh, and Faye Dunaway has a giant fake business card. We forgot that business what card? Yeah. Oh, remember she hands it to her. She goes, "Oh, where's your business card?" She hands her like a sheaf of paper. <laughs> it's ridiculous, and it's like wrapped in a bow, and all it says is like "witch" or whatever. So she's looking, <laughs> she's looking around her house. She sees her wedding picture, pictures of her pregnant. Uh, yeah, that had to be. And I like Zuniga, but she didn't sell no, it. No, no, no. She could have sold it. She phoned it in. Yeah, she doesn't act surprised, really. Right, right. I, I just, I really thought the movie, it, it, it rode on her ability to act, like, surprised. And yeah. she just wasn't. No. And she was better as the mom. Like, that felt more no, real. No, she was good. Like, once but... she got into mom mode, she, like, she was 
you know, it was funny. Well, yeah. Funny, but. Yeah, but like she was better. So uh, her kids are fighting. She doesn't know how to handle it. She gets the kids in the minivan. Uh, she's going to. She ends up going to. Right. She has to like corral these office. kids. Right. She corrals these kids. Doesn't know what to do with them because she doesn't have kids. Doesn't like kids. Apparently. Exactly. And then she gets them into the car. She well, she bribes them. She's like, with they're cookies. Like, they're like, we're hungry. She just throws a box of cookies. Yeah. That was funny. And then she, but basically showing her incompetence or her like lack of. Well, yeah. She doesn't have kids. She's not a handle kids right but they almost made her too stupid she went to harvard she's right. a harvard trained corporate lawyer you don't think she knows what kids eat come on yeah maybe and then she forgets one and she doesn't know how to like change the diaper it's just ridiculous like they made her so stupid for no reason <laughs> well it's, she's supposed to be like fumbling around in the beginning right but like fumble around with the hard stuff of being a parent like not mm-hmm. the easy stuff which is like i know what kids eat Kids are picky, so she should have made food for them. They're like, no, I don't like carrots. They're too hard or whatever. That's what kids are like. Yeah. You don't just throw a fucking box of cookies at them. <laughs> They're not pigeons. <laughs> Zuniga goes to her office, and the security guard doesn't recognize her. The son has a pee, and the guard lets him in the building. She goes to her office. Nobody recognizes her. Yeah. We're starting to get the picture. So her protege that she's training in oh, the beginning yeah. is now her posi- in Zuniga's old position at the yeah. front. And then she got into her Honda protege and drove home. <laughs> right? Honda or Hyundai? Shit, I, I can't Honda. Yeah. Hyundai. Hyundai. Shit. Yeah, fuck. Um, Dunaway pulls up next to her on a motor scooter, which was totally insane. Right. Like, And, like, Zuniga is, like, she sees her and she just is, like, hey, you're the only one that can help me. She's just, like, what do I do? Like, she's just accept- so accepting of this Matrix-like scenario. Right. But, which is okay. When she sees Faye Dunaway, she can go, okay, this is some weird fucked up witch shit, right? Okay, fine. But then the witch should give her direction. Like, it's either Groundhog Day where you're on your own, you figure out everything. No, Dunaway does. She informs no, her of the, it was garbage. No, she informs her no. of the family man scenario that, like, you have to go through this and see. Did she say it like that? Yeah. Like, all right, I felt like it wasn't She clear, said, like, you right. have to go and, and, like, live this other life and see what you're missing, basically. That's what she told all her. All right, so I had a profound thought at this point in the movie. So I wrote, so by 2010, don't you think a person would know they are in a switcheroo movie because they've seen one before? Like, if so she's a person in the world. Let's just assume everything is normal up to 2009. So you're asking if she's seen vice versa. Exactly. I'm actually asking if she's seen 18 again, but. <laughs> what was his name? Charlie. <laughs> Charlie Schlatter. Yeah, she's a big Charlie Schlatter. Fan. Yeah, she is. She wants to ask that. Oh, D. this is what Faye Dunaway says. Wait, no, I'm, I'm being serious. Don't you think a person. Like, isn't it reasonable to expect a person who's lived in the world that long to know that switcheroos are possible? Um, or wouldn't that be a thought you have? Is like, am I a switcheroo? Maybe she doesn't seem like she's experienced too much pop culture. All right, I just it just occurred to me that like, if she lives in the world, I mean, you or me, yes, yeah, immediately, right? right. Number one, look at my dong. <laughs> Number two, am I in a switcheroo movie? <laughs> and then I, but so then I had the thought of if you know you're in the switcheroo. Don't you do? Don't you do you, what the switch you were supposed to do? Or do you? Do, or do you do a Groundhog Day? I would do a Groundhog Day. Right? You immediately go. I'm going to sell these kids on the dark web. <laughs> like I'm going to do some fucked up shit. I'm going to do as That's many. That's why Groundhog Day is great. Right? But like, don't don't you like test the limits to see? I'm in the switcheroo. Can I die? And yeah. does it start over? Or well, I don't know if that's my first thought. I guess my point is like, <laughs> what is this? Am I already dead? If I'm already dead, then I can just replay scenarios like I'm playing The Sims or something, right? Like, yeah. I just feel like they did none of the fun things they could have done with this. Like Groundhog Day does, right? Exactly. But like, that's what you're doing. Mm. It, it, it was it was not serious enough to be serious and not funny enough to be funny. All right. Neither fish nor fowl. 
By the way, Groundhog Day is that the most polarizing movie? I, I think, think so. Thoughts. It, I, it's but, one or the other. But for but for a good reason. Like either you can enjoy repetition or you can't. Some people mm. just cannot handle the idea of doing these over and over again. Yeah. And so no matter how funny the movie is, they can't watch it. Okay, it makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like I th- I've come across people that are like, I that is the worst movie I've ever seen. Right, because they they lock into the premise they don't lock into the acting or the story or anything they just go like i can't experience this it's too traumatizing to even think about (laughs) because that's what their real life is yeah well right i mean that's it's a metaphor for real life all right so this is what fate dunaway says she says zuniga has to examine what balance looks like before she can go back to her real life what does balance look like well in her life there's no balance but like what do you want her to balance we'll have go on one uh, date with bill the stalker it's at work isn't everything there's more to life than one thing but let's put it the other way. You're 35 Harvard graduate corporate lawyer. Why is it work everything? That's the life I just she's like it's chosen. A, it's a terrible message. It's it, it's it's a message of don't go after what you love to do. Right. What they're basically saying to women is you could be a Harvard corporate lawyer or you could be a mom. Yeah. And, and she's, that's what this movie was and about. She's so happy being a mom. It's so weird. It's just uh, I, I hated it. But you know what's funny is like. She uses all her skills. This is what some I, of them, some of them. But she uses her her skills on how she would run a case to run the family, right? So what does she really learn? Right. She goes in and problem solves. She doesn't learn how to be emotional no. or vulnerable until the very end, or happy until the very end. And she then at the very end, she still uses her lawyer she go, skills. She goes in like Bain Capital. She goes in and is like, "Here are all the inefficiencies in the family. And we're going to like fix a them, consultant. or you're all going to get fired." Yeah. And she's like, Timmy, you're going to fucking shit in the toilet or whatever. You're going to girl. Yeah, sorry. And you're going to win the award. And you're gonna, Yeah. I want to talk about soccer practice in a minute. Mm-hmm. But like, you're right. Like, she doesn't. She, she doesn't learn. There's anything. no journey. No. The family man has a journey. It does, for sure. They're much better actors. But Zenith is good. Like, it's just shitty. Or like, better writing, I should yeah, say. Yeah, I think the movie is as bad as yeah. much as anything. I want to watch Family Man now. All right. It's well, around Christmas time. Cyberbullies double feature. Yeah. And uh, by the way, at this point, I wrote so far, no Thanksgiving. No. Like, so we're at this point. No, we're, we're done. 40 they, talk minutes about, in. they talk about it. He, she talks about it with her sister, like you said, a minute five about the pies. No Thanksgiving. Girl talk, talk about Thanksgiving. Girls talk, talking about pumpkin pie. <laughs> the I, be, the, I was so excited to the say best, The best out. Thanksgiving pie. <laughs> pumpkin pie. Yeah, obviously. No what do we, Ken? People disagree. I know. What do you people, want me to tell look, you? Look, America's full of garbage. True. I know. There's no argue with that point. No. This, okay. Oh, the sister starts to get into it though with her, which I thought was good. Like she starts asking real questions about her life and yeah, her, her husband. Get, like that part they, was good. In, in this scenario, they're close, right? And so she like does the does the cool the, the nosy neighbor stuff of like she t- plays that role. Yeah, she gets into it, which I like. So she goes like Kyle said. She goes to her sister's house for help. Zuniga tells her sister what's going on, but her sister doesn't believe her. her sister's trying to stop Strauss. That's the company. Oh right, yeah. From building over the park, as Zuniga uh, snoops around the house trying to piece together like what her like. Oh is right, we now. forgot that part that the sister is leading the opposition. That's right. Right. Which again, like, is a kind of a cute idea, but that they don't really, really play out until the end. Like they didn't do enough with it at the beginning, where they're really at loggerheads. No, they give you like a lot of like red herrings, and then right delivering them all in one scene. But they should have had like she should have been the corporate lawyer making them work Thanksgiving, and then she meets the sister in court, and then the switcheroo. You needed, right. you needed that yes. conflict yes. before the reconciliation of the switcheroo. You're right. She takes the kids back home, puts them to bed. She conks out. Her husband comes home, 
uh, and it's the guy that hits on her from the coffee shop. I don't know if I mentioned that from the beginning. Right, Bill. Uh, she plays that she's still mad at her husband and says she's going to sleep on the couch. Right, because he's like, come into bed, you know, let's get right. over the argument we had earlier, which exactly. sounded like not a real argument. Exactly. It was like a tiff. But again, you're in the switcheroo. Yeah. You get in there and you fucking, you do whatever. You felch. Who gives a shit? <laughs> you Once do again. This is what you would do. <laughs> you go A to M. M to A. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just no. saying, like. We can't go that blue. But, like, how do you not just fuck that guy? He's, he's good looking enough. You're in. There's no consequences. You're not going to get, you know, switcheroo AIDS. <laughs> just get in there. Why is that so crazy? Like, I don't understand. Because it's. They they introduce it. I want to be very clear. They introduce the idea of them fucking. It's not me saying it. Well, of course, they're husband and wife. Right. Why not do it? What is there to lose? Because she doesn't know what's going on yet. Look, there's one way to find out. <laughs> Fuck yourself free. So the next day. <laughs> I got to just power through I, I got to be honest. Ken is not, will not make eye contact. <laughs> The next day she wakes up and she's still in her alternate life. So it wasn't a dream. Maybe that she, that's what she was thinking. She gets her daughter ready, daughter ready for the next day. And this kid uh, making a mess on the counter. She's making coffee. And her husband goes, takes it. She take, he takes it right from her. Yeah. It's kind of rude. Yeah. Like we find out Bill's kind of a dick. She forgets to wake up her son for school. He's going to be, li- going to be late. It's her husband's birthday. He thinks yeah, she's we find out about yeah. the big surprise party, but she finds out from everyone else. Right. Like she goes to the drop off at the school mm-hmm. and the lady's like, oh, I'll see you at, at the party yeah. night. She's like, what party? Or yeah. she's like, oh, what time is that? Yeah. She's like seven. Don't worry. We won't be late. So she has this reputation. Can't of being, be late. Being like, a, you know, a really planned out. Right. Organized woman. Right. To your point earlier. Using her skills. Right. They all know her as exactly the same person, just as a mom instead of a corporate lawyer. And she and right, which you don't realize until very late in the movie. In both scenarios, she went to Harvard, right? Which is bizarre. So the whole we could skip to the end a little. So the no, whole, I have stuff I want to talk about. Well, no, 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 not oh, skip, yeah. but like to that part. Okay. So the whole point was, she gets mad that she gets mad at Bill because she's not a high powered lawyer, right? They, and he tells her yes. that was your choice, like that other fucking movie. Remember the same thing, like oh god, where we were talking about the same thing where. She's mad at him for settling down, but it turned out that he gave her the opportunity. The swimming one. The swimming one. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was yeah, the Olympic right. swimmer. He gave. So he said that. No, that was swimming your. Lessons. your yes. <laughs> I got that. That was my favorite. Oh, that's a good one. So that was that. He gave her the she he gave her the choice to to do that, to to go be the high power lawyer. Yeah. She wanted go live her career that, dream. Correct. She chose to be a mom in this scenario. Yes, exactly. OK. And, but again, it's not parallel because in the other scenario. There's no moment like that. No, you know she has mean? no choice. It's not a sliding door. She doesn't doors. have a choice. It's not a sliding doors where there's like one scenario where she chooses kids, the one lady or she the doesn't. Tiger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your money or the hand. You can't have it's both. A, it's a lady or the lady in, in her <laughs> Right, exactly. But why do it that way? Like, it's just so, it's just so much easier to do it the right way. Like, have her in the first scenario, break up with her boyfriend when she graduates Harvard. Break up be- with Bill. And become a corporate lawyer. Well, that's what the family man is. I know. They're together. Taya Leone wants to get married. Nicholas Cage goes and becomes a high-powered lawyer. Right. And then when he goes to be the family man, they got married. Right. He sees what happens in the other scenario. That's the better movie. But why? Right. Again, there's no reason. And then they ripped this movie off enough. They should have just done that. Right. I felt like they were, like, adding their twist, but it's like, it doesn't mean anything now. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Because there wasn't, like, to your ear, you're right. There was no choice. 
Yeah, there's just no drama to it. It's like her choices were go on one date with a guy who stalks her at the coffee shop or be married to him and have kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And in one scenario, you're a Harvard-trained corporate yeah, lawyer. Another one, that, you're we, a Harvard-trained mom. Right. We need that scene where she jilts him or she like they're supposed to go away and she just doesn't show up something. Right. Like, even, even if she doesn't go on a date with him, we have to have some sense that there was, like, more going on. Or, what, or the witch has to go, like, you know, whatever. She pulls out her fucking... Like, I don't know where my, you're going. My brain. Like, she shows her a little movie. Like, she just goes, like, here's what would have happened. Right. Whatever, you know? Yeah, like a Christmas story. Yeah. I was going to say she projects it on her, like, her, you know, her flowing robe or whatever. Her witch robe. <laughs> her rowing machine. <laughs> I have a lot of rowing machine material <laughs> in my notes, by the way. And I've been skipping it because you said it's not a rowing machine. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Where are we at? So, she doesn't fuck Bill. No, so she, uh, let's see, she has to take her uh, daughter to mommy and me class, but they have to stop by the market to get groceries for the party. Right. She's prepping for the party. The sister comes over. All of a sudden, Zanuga has time to go to the park. She's just like, let's go to the park. She's getting ready for a fucking party. I was so mad. There's 50 people there. Her sister comes over and is like, ah, you're going to be fine. You're so good at this. No. She literally has six timers. She's timing food. She takes all the timers to the park. How close is this park? Right. You got to add an extra five minutes, or you got to take five minutes off the timer so you can take the five minutes to run home. Right. It's insane. <laughs> the reason she's good at planning parties is that she does the work. Yeah, she's she not at the park. The, yeah, she's playing grab ass. No. <laughs> and they're like strolling through the park. Not once does she look at her watch. No, never. Or her timers. No, never. I just wrote down timers? Question mark. Like, what the fuck is going on? But doesn't she have a cell phone? Also, question mark. <laughs> and maybe didn't have a timer on it. It's two thousand nine. This is no. Film. They had they had timers. First, uh, on the iPhone. My flip, out. my flip phone had a timer. Yeah, but she had like egg timers. Egg I know timers? they yeah. were. It just made me think of the movie with the egg timers. No. <laughs> so now it's the uh, the big party. She's entertaining her and her and her uh, friends. Oh, don't forget when she teaches to get a tie and tie. Oofa. She's trying to relate to this little kid. And they, they have zero chemistry. No. Holy shit. She is, again, like not convincingly a mom there. And also that tie was, or that knot was garbage. No. Like he looked like Just a. Teach him a half winter. He, he looked like a fucking hobo. I was like, this is disappointing. Uh, her husband shows up. He pretends to be surprised. One of the party goers informs Zuniga that her husband got passed over for promotion. She thinks the point. All right. So here we get into this. She thinks the point of her mission is to fix her family's issues. Her do- her daughter needs potty lessons. Her son needs better grades. And right, she correct. wants to get her husband promoted. That's what she thinks the point of this exercise is. Yeah, and and, and and at no point does Dunaway show up and go and like do her witch magic and be like, "You're doing you're doing it wrong." Like, yeah. stop. Okay, so here we go, Kyle. Her husband wants birthday sex, but she's too busy working on a game plan to fix everything for the family. Is that the part you're talking about? Well, I was talking about the earlier part earlier, but yes, I'm also talking about this part. Yeah. How do you not have birthday sex with this guy? Well, she asked her sister that at like the party. Yeah, she's like, like, do you think he expects to fuck? Yeah, birthday sex, they say. Yeah, sorry. And her sister, they kind of go like, mm, like, I don't know. Fuck was that? The thunder? Like the big one? Oh, you gotta go, you gotta go. Um, no, but like, what, don't two adult women have a more explicit conversation of like, yes. yeah, you probably should. Like, tonight's the night you gotta, like, jiggle his balls or whatever the thing he likes is. <laughs> Milk the prostate. God. So, yeah, so she, and now, to be fair, when they're in bed, her husband's trying to, like, put the moves on her, and she's, like, really just focused on the work. I don't think she does it on purpose, because, like, he fo- he turns off, he goes to sleep, and she looks at him, she kind of gives a look like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. 
So I think she was hot to try. She was ready to do it at that scene. I guess. But it just felt to me like I just didn't understand what the reluctance was. Like you're, you, you jumped into raising the kids. You jumped into getting this guy a promotion, but you won't fucking fuck him. Like it just seemed weird. Why is that a bridge too far? But all the other stuff is okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It makes no sense. She takes her son to, so- to the soccer practice and find out she's the assistant coach. Comment. We we have to talk about soccer practice. He's just drilling it from a foot away <laughs> right. into the net, and then and then and then going ape shit yeah. like he scored a goal. Like think. It's so easy to fake soccer practice. Why would you do it that way? He he, massive kicks from a yard away. <laughs> what are they practicing? Like that would never happen in a game ever. No, you're I, never that close to the goal. I, I just don't get it. Ugh. She informs her family about her plan to help them to excel. She makes individual portfolios for each of them how how to achieve their goals. The husband is worried if they do all this, they won't have time, any family time. And I felt like her plans were good. <laughs> they made sense. Oh, they, of course they did. She basically told him, fuck soccer, do math. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Her son is struggling with math, and she's trying to help. As she's getting more involved with her family, she's starting to get more attached to them. Uh, she's going. She's obsessing with her plan, like she did with her career. Yep. Uh, she opens up her computer and sees that her old protege was named partner at her old firm. Yeah, that's got to hurt. She gets pissed. She runs into Faye Dunaway again and asks if she could go back to her old life. Uh, her wrote here, what does this movie have to do with Thanksgiving, by the way? Yeah. And so one thing you haven't said, I cannot believe you haven't said, mm-hmm. is one of the big switcheroo changes is her hair. Her is hair, it? Be- it becomes dead and lifeless. It's so dry and so un- unlike. Oh, I didn't notice that. I, it, right. I I expected that out of the gate from you, <laughs> to be honest. I, I have like four or five notes to myself. God, her hair looks terrible. Like, what is going on? I guess they do that to, like, make her look unkept. Right. Exactly. She's a mom. They, yeah. They want, they want to do the switcheroo, right? Like, you got to have the opposite. So Dunaway says uh, Zuniga isn't ready and can't go back yet. Zuniga upsets her sister by complaining about their lives. See, I think Faye Dunaway is just like a masochist. She's just like out oh, there like, who absolutely. gives a shit or a sadist? Like, she's just like, fuck her. So she gets home and didn't say that she'd be late. Uh, her husband gets mad at her, and they have a big fight. He informs her it was her choice to be not become a lawyer. I just explained this before. She heads down to the office for an interview with her old firm. So she's like, "Fuck this!" Right. She goes to her to her old firm and just gets her way into her boss's office and gets herself. She an proves why she was a high powered lawyer. Exactly. She convinces him of like what he should do, and he gives her a job. He he makes her an offer. At the same time, she gets a call about the Thanksgiving play that she has to go to rehearsal for. Right, because because she's super mom. We're learning, and but we continue she, learning. It. She, it's so odd. So this is what I don't understand. She goes because she wants. To be be a lawyer again, she gets a job. She gets this one call about the Thanksgiving play. All of a sudden, she has a choice to make. Right there at is, that moment. Yep, I agreed. I don't get it. There are no stakes in this movie. I don't. You never know what she's supposed to do or not do, or why it matters. Like, so is her punishment or her reward to go back to her old life? Wait, say that again. So is her punishment or her reward to go back to her old? Well, life? that's what Faye Dunaway's trying to set up. That her old her old life was the wrong way to live. Right, but but I'm saying is it actually? My question is I know I feel like the movie that, set it up like that should be her reward. Is that she does things right here, she gets to go back. That's what Faye Dunaway and do it correctly. Her. But what Faye I guess what the point of the movie is along the way she learns that, that that's not the reward. That's the punishment. Hmm. I don't like either of those. That those both are stupid. Well, it's so funny because Dunaway says the whole movie is about balance. 
but it's not. It's about giving up her career. Right, exactly. It's about her sacrificing for other people for no reason. These pieces of shit who don't do anything. Right. Yeah. Because Bill's not great. He's a stalker. Right. And he doesn't seem like that great of a dad or husband. Or employee. Yeah, and he's not handsome enough. And he's like, like a wood... He's a carpenter. Of course. Of course. And those kids are garbage. So after the interview, after she gets the offer... uh. She apologizes to her husband. She says she missed her family when they're at the rehearsal. She's she wants to she wants to stay and watch the rehearsal together. So she's starting to like fall in love with him now. Yeah, it just wasn't there was no chemistry. You didn't believe it. So you she just did not believe it. Exactly. She apologizes to her sister. Uh she says she can't live her life without her. She asks her sister asks Zuniga to help with the Strauss case. That's when we find out the Zuniga Zuniga or we found out before that she went to Harvard. Yeah, right. Or we find out again in this scenario that she went to Harvard as well as the old scenario. Exactly. So Zuniga agrees to take over the case against Strauss in this scenario. Right. There's like this crazy switcher with the case again. Like yeah. we're, we're, she's been on every side twice. It's it's bizarre. So she has two weeks to prepare, take on her old firm. Zuniga and her husband go out to a romantic dinner and he tells her he, he met her at a coffee shop from the beginning. Then they go finally have sex after dinner. Yeah, finally. Finally. Her husband is a master carpenter. Uh, and a Zuniga apologizes for making him do something he doesn't want to do in his career. She wants him to start a furniture business and somehow make it work. Is that so easy? Yeah, yeah, no. She's also I mean, helping her son do math and her daughter potty trained. Business. She's falling in love with her family. She then gets buried in all the work for the case, and her sister is there to help help out with like the whole town. I wondered much. about like the kids with the, like I, I'm not a parent, so I don't know. But like, did she feel something? Like you know, when you get to the switcheroo. I think. Do you get like this, like thing, even in the, the instinct, even or whatever. in the beginning, in the first scene, like when she's putting her daughter to bed, she kind of hints at that. Yeah, I just wonder if maybe like because that seemed more earned than the Bill stuff, where you're just like, yeah. No, I think she hits it off with the kids more than Bill in the beginning. Yeah, he's just like a fuck stick. He's just like, who is this dude? <laughs> who gives a shit? So her sister finds a smoking gun linking the plant to pollution. That will really help the case. She, she she gives all her people off for Thanksgiving the next day, which is a reversal from the beginning where she makes them all work through the for, through Thanksgiving. Right. Also, the night of the big pageant, her and her husband go to watch the daughter in the play. It's Thanksgiving. She's preparing the dinner, also playing the traditional football game at the park. That was brutal. Terrible. Like, just Terrible some of the, athletes. Some of the worst football I've ever seen. She makes a great Thanksgiving dinner, uh, and everyone was in, enjoying it. Her husband toasts her, that he is thankful for Z- Zuniga for making his life possible. Zuniga yeah, also makes a toast should. that her life would be empty without her family. Oh, God. Now the big day of the big trial, Zuniga's ready. She gets in the car to go, and Faye Dunaway is a driver tells Zuniga it's time to go back. So she's about, she prepares for this case. Right, and the whole point of the case is she's showing the turnaround. She works on the case for two weeks and gets no payoff. Yeah. Bullshit. Tell me about it. Zuniga is now back with her old team at her old job and her old life. It's Thanksgiving Day. She tells her team to go home and enjoy Thanksgiving. She tells her protege to coach her at the hearing that Friday. She informs her boss of the pollution from the plant, but he says it must have been an oversight. So basically, and then we get a crazy face slash heel turn when she gets to the court. Oh, I love that! I love that. That was the best part of the movie. I wrote that. I was like, this is an amazing turn. So during the trial, she's the lead, right? For Strauss. Company. Yeah, so now we're back at the same trial, the same moment she was driving to exactly. when she got transpoed back to the switcheroo. Transpoed. So she's hammering the town. They're going to win. Yeah, easy. She Slam called, dunk, hammer dunk. So there is Strauss did this to another park in another town. 
Yeah, right. She calls up the coach, I guess, from that soccer team. That oh, lives that's in that right. Town. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, all the kids got sick. The parents, everybody <laughs> in the town got sick." So she totally don't, she, don't overdo it. Yeah, she totally sabotages the case for the old firm. Uh, right, she, she no, she doesn't sabotage. She throws it she in front throws of them. It, yes, it's crazy. She, the judge rules against her firm and saves the park. Everyone celebrates. And the judge has like something crazy the a boss, judge would ever say. Yeah. The boss tries to fire her, but she threatens to reveal that they were hiding documents if she gets fired. That was yeah, but why would she want to work exactly. there anyway? Like, I don't think it, she does. Yeah, that was stupid. She wants to hang out with her sister and her kids want, and want to be a bigger part of the family. Also, the next day, she goes to the coffee shop and waits for her husband, but doesn't he doesn't show up. So she's there all day. She forgets her phone and goes back, and he's finally there. She flirts with him, and they start talking, and that brings us to the end. Okay, so I have thoughts of that coffee scene, though, before we get too okay. far. So she goes back in, is wearing the worst jeans I've ever seen. <laughs> they were, like, stonewashed and, like, didn't fit well. I'm like, Ill-fitting. yeah, it just was like, what has happened? Like, why did they do that? So imagine you're her now. So you've, this is your life. You went to college and Harvard Law School. You worked for 12 or 14 years yeah. in a law firm. You've now pulled a heel turn on them. It yes. destroyed their reputation. You have no job, uh, but you have your dignity and your integrity. Okay. You then are like, well, I want to date the guy. And in the interim, you've been in a switcheroo situation where you've experienced being a mom to kids who now no longer exist. Well, that's the whole point of these movies, right? Is now she's 35. Now, when she has these kids, she's going to be 45 when they're, you know, like she's but 10 is years it, older. But isn't it a curse to live with the knowledge of kids you will never have? Like, well, she if she has them. But are they going to be the same kids? Exactly. That's fucking weird. I and know. if they're not the same kids, it's weird. Right. So she goes into that coffee shop knowing if I marry this guy, I know who this guy is. He, goes, he only knows about me is what I what coffee I drink. Mm-hmm. And I show up here and he's a creep. But I know everything about him because I already fucked him and we are married and we have kids. How weird is that? How do you go into that? So, like, what was the boy? Maybe, like, ten? Not even. Not even. Six. I would have said six or seven. And the girl's, like, four? Yeah. So, up until they're four and six, she knows exactly what these kids are going to do and how they're going to grow up. Right. Pretty much. Or she's in a scenario where she doesn't marry that guy and now those kids are dead. We're never poor. <laughs> right, but they're dead to her. Like yeah. she knew them and they lived in her in her experience. Right. Whether they actually lived on Earth One, no. Right. Now what a burden. What how is this now, a better this life? Is, this is my this is all right, right? So this is the problem with these movies. <laughs> yeah, I think I found it. Is she knows this scenario exists with these kids, right? Yes, correct. Does it does she put the full court press on Bill? He doesn't know this. I don't know. Or does she let it play out? She. How can you? But why do you? It, now that because because she. All right. Okay. But, <laughs> but, no. When she has when she let's say when she has the son, she's twenty seven. Right. Right. And or and twenty nine with the daughter. Right. Now she's thirty five and doing the same scenario. But all right, Bill. They got to get married. They got to court. They got to. They got to do all these things. So is what she's thirty eight now or thirty seven when she has these. Kids. Maybe it's, it's a whirlwind. Scenario. But even then, like they don't have any money. She has no job and he's a carpenter. <laughs> well, whatever he, he might do, whatever he does. Well, I assume he's a carpenter. Like, why wouldn't he be? Because he does the other thing in the other scenario too. No, I guess that's true. But my my question, point is okay, like sorry, she's go. starting her life much later as a woman, 
getting pregnant is harder. Like yeah, all the realities of this are hitting. Right. So does she, she, how could she not naturally put the full court press on him, which in turn, does that turn him off? Right. Exactly. Where they don't meet, they don't date and get married naturally how they did before. I totally agree. And I think there's two other things to consider. One, can she go back to the switcheroo and then come back? Like, can she learn stuff and come back? Like a back to the future scenario. Oh, I see what you're saying. So like, can she go to the switcheroo before she had the kids and learn what to do? Or can she go back and freeze her eggs and then have her eggs in the other scenario or things like that? Yeah. It's not clear that Faye Dunaway can help her do that, but it's possible. <laughs> right. There is magic. I don't think she could go back. Okay. Just just what I think. I, I, I think you're right, but I'm, I also wouldn't be surprised if there's a sequel to this. So the other scenario is you've been to the switcheroo and you've seen your life. Correct. And in... At the end of it, you like it, right? You're like, I like my sister, I like yeah. my family, I like my husband. But doesn't part of you, the person who's the Harvard lawyer who works at a corporate firm, go into that thing and go, I could do so much better? Like, you know now this Wait, is... do better as far as what, a husband? Do better than Bill. Yeah, you go, I have a sure thing right here, or do I go Monty Hall and open the other door and go, you know what? I'm going to play the field, and I'm going to get out there. But she then you're, she's not learning the point of the exercise. But she is. She the point is balance. The point is not to be with Bill. The point is balance. Yeah. So she goes out and says, "I'm going to date." But I don't, she realizes I don't have a she job. loves Bill. But she could love anybody. We've all loved other people we don't love anymore. What the whole point is that's that's like the person she wants to be with. I hate these movies with this fucking soulmate bullshit. It's it not just, even soulmate. She she realizes they they are good parents and good together. They're not they're good, good together. They have no chemistry. I know, but she thinks Ugh. that. I just feel like you come back and you. When you get a new lease on life, you make different decisions, and you go. Well, she is. That's the I, whole point of the I, movie. No, I know, but you now I have new options, and it doesn't just have no, to that's be what Bill. You, that's what you would do. <laughs> I think that's what Zuniga does. I think there's a part of her that goes, "I'm a Harvard lawyer. I can assess the situation and go. I've learned a whole bunch of things. I learned I work too much. I drive people too hard. I've lost a lot of things I might have cared about, like a family, right? But I don't have my job anymore, and I don't have to be with this guy either. He's a fucking dud. I can go and date." <laughs> Big Country Brian Reese <laughs> for the Vancouver Grizzlies. <laughs> I was going to go to San Francisco when I went to Vancouver. But do you know what I mean? Like, you could, like, shoot much higher. Like, you probably, she probably graduated law school with Barack Obama. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? She could be. Allegedly, she, <laughs> right right yeah i mean if he was born in america <laughs> do you know what i mean though like she's connected to the most high-powered network on earth yeah you're right why wouldn't you date one of those guys no and i'm not saying it's just dating down that guy's a dud you, you could date an awesome carpenter or whatever but that guy's a piece of shit he's a stalker in a coffee shop and you went to harvard law school why aren't you in going to an alumni event the whole point of her story was to change her life. You're wrong. She did. No, I, it she's wasn't changing her no. life in my scenario. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't getting a do over. Yeah, it's a do over to do things right. Yes, it is. No, it was no. The point of the movie is like Family Man. He she sees <laughs> your Bible. Faye, Faye Dunaway makes her realize what this life her her other direction her life could have taken her. This is what it would have been like, and she chooses that. Not that she gets to do. Whatever she wants after she gets back. But why not? Is Faye Dunaway going to come back and put her back in Switcheroo Probably. Jail? Probably. <laughs> She's like the repo man. She yeah. comes, she comes She's going to come back. She'll be like, you did not learn your lesson. 
I wish this was called the Repo Witch. <laughs> she just comes back. When you fuck up, she makes you go back to the switcheroo and be a mom. Oh, that's the greatest. Uh, all right. <laughs> I think we beat this to death. Okay. So, finally brings us to the end oh, of yeah, the family Thanksgiving. On a scale of one to five, Princess Vespas, what do you give this one? Mm. Boy. It's got to be, I think, a one. Wow. Maybe a one and a half. Oh, okay. I just... You didn't like this at all. The redeeming things that we usually get from a bad movie... Yeah. Like, it wasn't over the top enough with the magic. If you're going to yeah. just be... If it's just going to be stupid, then be magical. Needs more rules. It does. And... It wasn't. They tried to like have it both ways, and neither one worked. Yeah, they wanted it to be like no this, goofiness, really. Right. They wanted it to be like a heartwarming story, and like you feel for her. But like when they're all they're doing is saying like she should have not been a lawyer, and it's like why is that a lesson? Like yeah. I don't get any. of Yeah, this. we covered that. There's no there's no choice in the beginning. Right. So well, like with whereas like with Mrs. Miracle, that was the same sort of dumb lesson, but it was it was just crazy. Like everything yeah, that happened, was, then it, it was great. absurd, right? I loved it. Like she's falling off the stage and smelling food. It's just like I, all over the I'd place. I'd much rather watch that. Right, Reba's said a hundred times. Like it had none of those things, and not about Thanksgiving. So like I just well, that's the thing. Like I I love holiday movies in general. Yeah, it's you know it's it's a big part of what we do. Right, and the, like I said, we we saw it's called the family Thanksgiving. Not about Thanksgiving. Right. At all. It's barely about family. No, it's not. You're right. It's just crazy. It, I... it should have been like lawyer or no lawyer. <laughs> right. Like, again, I, I, I repo witch. Yeah. So I, we should make that. Movie. I, I think what it's, do you a, give it? it's a two. Two. It's not, it's not even it's not even ha- it's not even halfway. No, it's not. It, it wasn't. It, it was kind of it wasn't boring, but it, it was boring, it, but it wasn't. It just wasn't good. She, and it wasn't funny. And I don't blame any of them for phoning it in, but they all phoned it in. Yeah. Faye Dunaway it, especially. It, 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 yeah. It, was, it wasn't funny at all. It, it certainly wasn't about Thanksgiving. It felt like her grandson directed it, wasn't, it and she was in it. You know, <laughs> It wasn't even really heartwarming. No. I did not feel anything good at the end of that movie. I was like, I, all the lessons are wrong. I hate everyone. Nothing really bad happens. Right? Like, give me something to chew on, Nothing man. emotional happens. <sighs> so. Right. And the family, man, emotional. It's all emotion. It's crying. Yeah. It's tears. It's very sad. At I know. Points. I know. It's it's really melancholy. Like you really, but that like I guess that's kind of what I was saying is that there's moments they, where you could feel they stuff. Legit took the same lines. Like there's the part where he he uh, Nicholas Cage finally uh, enjoys being his other life. Yeah, and the daughter says something like, "Oh, I." I knew you were gone. You were gone, but I knew you'd come back. Yeah, they say the exact same line in this movie, and it's but there it's devastating. And here yeah. you don't give a shit, right? It, it, that's what I mean. There were so many opportunities that they were going to go that route of like tearjerker, yeah. kind of movie. They could have made you feel stuff with those kids and the husband. Yeah, none but, of that. But everyone's a piece of shit. You don't care. <laughs> right. It's just like exactly. instead of at soccer practice, watching the worst <laughs> soccer of all time. It's like Pele's rolling over in his grave. Is he dead, Pele? Dead. <laughs> yeah, he killed himself when he saw this. <laughs> yeah, it's just I I don't. It was just so much wasted opportunity because Zuniga's perfect for this, and she was yeah. not good. Not good. All right. I, yeah. I, look, I don't have to tell yeah. you. All right. I mean, it got me fired up, which I know people enjoy. So. Of course. I, I love when you're angry. Yeah. It's probably going to yeah. kill me. <laughs> what else you got for us? <laughs> uh, two for five on those. Garbage. It's garbage down the way, Ken. All right, Ken. This is a tough one for Celebrity Network. Yeah. I have to say. Like, 
it just not tough. I just wasn't sure. I, I didn't have any fun thoughts. Like sometimes no. I, I go. I mean, you go spaceballs. Yeah, we're gonna have to. It's just, yeah. just part of the game. The other part, I actually had a second one I enjoy. Although we'll see. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. And I want to say we haven't talked about this in a while. I still believe that the majority of Wu Tang know who Grumpy Cat is. No way. There's no chance. I really, I want to make this happen. We need. I wish I knew somebody who knew Wu Tang. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. I might. I don't know. But yeah. so, if you know Wu Tang, hit us up. <laughs> Any of them doesn't matter. We'll even take Inspect the Deck. I mean, you reach out to them on. I did. Twitter. I, I did tweet it. No response. No response. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean, you're not right about that, but you're right that we're not going to respond. Right. All right, so we'll do the Spaceballs division. And it actually is kind of fascinating. I was, sure. I, was, uh, I found it surprising. So uh, let's put these, put these people in order. Okay. Zuniga, mm-hmm. Bill Pullman, mm-hmm. John Candy, mm-hmm. Mel Brooks, mm-hmm. and Joan Rivers. So John Candy and Mel, uh, Mel Rivers. John <laughs> Candy and Joan Rivers are both uh, at date of death value. Mel Brooks still alive. Yeah, surprising. World War II veteran, crazy, right? Like, killed fucking Nazis, kind of like a war hero, not just a veteran. Like he fought and killed yeah. people. I guess that'll give you a, a real view on life. All right, what do you think he would do in the switcheroo? Who Mel me? Oh, what he, what he would do? Yeah, like he's in a switcheroo scenario. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like he gets into the switcheroo and he has to like learn a lesson. But do you think he learns a lesson or does he fuck around? Like, I feel like he goes in. I don't and, think like, he's a bad guy, is he? No, I'm saying in like if he's in like a you know let's just say he was. Um, I think he would have a very simple life. He seems like a guy that would want a very simple life. Yeah, you're probably right. He does like by all accounts, he's just like a normal nice yeah. guy. Like doesn't spend like a he lot would of be happy. And... I think he would have been just as happy being like an accountant. Yeah, probably. You know, I think he. I don't want to say like he's one of these classic like New York guys where his dad was like a haberdasher and he was gonna yeah. like inherit the business. Exactly. And decided. He went I to think war- he would have been fine with that. Right. He went to war and decided, uh, maybe I should just have fun <laughs> and like live my life. Yeah, exactly. I've seen some shit. Yeah. All right. So put them in order and then uh, give me your, give me your, uh, we'll go one by so one. So I'll go Brooks. Number one, one you're saying? Number oh, go, one. Go B to T. Oh, B to T? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, Zuniga? All right. What do you think she's worth? Five? Three million. Yeah. Yeah. The default guess, I think. Yeah. I was surprised that number was that high, to be honest. Hmm. I mean, she was on a network show, but like, what has she done really lately? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, again, could be married rich or just saved her money. Maybe the actual person is, you know. Pullman? Okay. Am I right? Are you going to tell me? You're correct. Okay. Sorry, correct. Eight? Eight million. (laughs) (laughs) Walk me through that because I don't know how the fuck you got Um. Independence Day sequel. Oh fuck! I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's that was big. That's most big. Of it. Yeah, no way. He's big. They mo- probably gave him big money. Four million for that. Oh yeah, at least you have to think. Like, yeah, like it was a shit script. He's they're probably just like we need Bill Pullman, and he works too. Like he he he's yeah. in a ton of movies and also has he like does shows. He does just a few hits and it's enough. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, oh, I thought his number would be four, maybe five. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm bad at this game. Uh, next. Candy? Correct. The Candyman can. Did I tell you about this? I have a student in my uh, class. And it's uh, it's not a pop culture class. And he, um, virtually every class, manages to talk about the movie Candyman. <laughs> I mean, I love it. 
but that's crazy. It's fascinating. And I say to him, like he raises his hand down. I go, is this Candyman related? <laughs> and he goes, yes or no. It's hilarious. It, it, like it's endearing. Like he's a nice kid. Like, Why he's does not, he like Candyman so much? I think it's an urban history class. And I think it was his, I don't know how to say this. It was his way to understand black culture. Okay. And so when we talk about race and stuff, I think he thinks of that movie and it helps him understand what's going on. And so it reminds him of parts of the movie. I know. It, I got to say, the first time it happened, I was like, okay. Like, sometimes students don't do shit like that. Like, they'll try to be funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's not like that. He's really earnest. He does all the work. He's like a smart guy. And so when, he, when it happened, like, for the fourth or fifth time, I was like, what's going on here? Like, you know, he's like, no, it's just like, I think about it when I, we're talking about things we're talking about. I'm like, all right. And that's his his connection to it, I guess. But it's a weird connection. It's fascinating, and I like if anybody can understand, it's the cyber voice. It's true. Like I understand a lot of social issues through things that are inappropriate. Right. True. But it's fascinating. Like, it, like I'm not kidding. Like, virtually every other class, I would say. And lately, I think he stopped when I kind of called that out as a joke, and he's like, "Oh, maybe this is weird," but it was funny. Jesus. All right. I love how we got there from John Candy. Yeah. Well, there you go. Twenty million. 15 okay i'll take that as a win that felt like a number that could be all the map because by all accounts in his like personal life despite his early death he was actually just like a normal guy like didn't spend a lot of money canadian Mm -hmm. conan o'brien tells a great story about meeting him which you should look (laughs) up i'm not gonna repeat it here but it's really funny about when he met him in college like what kind of guy he was joan rivers incorrect wow really shocking right yeah so that might change her i know but um, well, maybe shocking, maybe not. There's a couple of reasons why I think it could work either way, which is why I didn't play Jamiroquai. Mm-hmm. What did you originally have before you? When I you was going to say fifty for Joan. Yeah. Okay. But now I'm gonna have to go higher because <laughs> clearly. And what did you have for Mel Brooks? Well, I was gonna say like a hundred. Yeah, hundred for Mel Nailed Brooks. It. Yeah. But he's also Ed Asner rule, right? He's ninety two years old, so right. he's got kids. He's probably spent, you know what I mean. He's got to be spending he's spent some of twenty it. million at oh, least. Oh, at least. I mean, he's got resids on a lot of things, like producers and things, you know, like really, yeah. But I feel like that number could have been three hundred yeah. if he played his. But sure. also, who gives a shit, right? Yeah. Like, what is he? He does. Yeah. He's. I guarantee he do, he donates a lot to charity. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. he probably is the pillar of some community of like some disease is yeah, just like you I know he, like he, luke garrick's disease he donates four million dollars exactly, a year or whatever right, right so joan rivers i'll go 125 oh good guess 150 mm. but that, again the, this rule is the rihanna rule right if makeup yeah if you sell products and put your name on shit and license stuff yeah, you right. make money it Kate just Hutt, the Kate Hudson it really is like it's out of nowhere you're like holy shit yeah it's, I, what's her name Ky- Kendall Jen, Kendall, one right. of the two, one yeah. of them that has makeup, the billion six hundred million. Yeah, it's like she's worth. Yeah, I know. Crazy, it, it is crazy. It's it's infuriating, in fact, because like at least Joan Rivers had talent. Oh hell yeah, like she was hilarious. Yeah, she was like a really funny, good actress. Like lived through the worst time to be a woman in comedy. Like, yeah, can you even fucking imagine what that was like? I know. And then also was just like cutthroat and destroyed people, which I, I love. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And then managed to like really make a living out of it. Yeah, like, it's impressive. She's great. Yeah. Yeah, again, probably by all accounts, like personally, not a great person, but yeah. what? Can, I'm shy, you know. Like, yeah. how can you be mad about that? She's a comedian. She's miserable. Right, right. <laughs> it's the essential thing to know. Right. Now, I don't know why we're miserable. <laughs> we're cunning. We're comedy, comedy adjacent. <laughs> we're not comedians, and we're not that funny, but we're near <laughs> things that are. 
Um, all right. So the other thing, so I, I, I guess I went kind of maybe straightforward for me. I wanted to do Faye Dunaway and her famous co-stars. Okay. A bunch of people who, like, we never really talk about, but who would be, I think would be fun to do. Sure. Um, but. Oh, no. <laughs> first. But first. Uh, this is why doing it on my phone is more difficult, but, you know, that's the way it goes. I haven't done this in a while, and I felt like we should bring it back. Oh, okay. I like this. This is my favorite, so. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't make you do keywords. <laughs> I don't mind that as much. Keywords? There was only one keyword. Was Thanksgiving a keyword for this movie? It was movie? the only keyword. You know why? You don't see anyone's feet. It's true. If there were feet Nobody in this, was tied up. Yeah. No tied up, no feet. When he recorded the song, he was 5'8". Was he growing more? Yeah. You don't know. Skilo's on eugenics. <laughs> I don't think Skilo gets enough credit. I mean, I know we've talked about this, but I just feel like that's that's a real jam. It's a good song. Yeah. Like, it just does not, he doesn't get enough credit for it. But. Great video. Yes. That's a classic video. Yeah. I feel Forrest like, Gump. And I do feel like at the end, not the end, but the mid to late 90s, those videos are kind of glossed over now. Yeah. That's not classic. Yeah. But, but so good. many were. Yeah. Because they were really the last videos. Like, yeah. It really ends like 2004. Yeah. You're right. Really just no one gives a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like, yeah, that's interesting. We should maybe sit down and watch those. Just, you know, why not? So, put these people in order. Okay. Faye Dunaway. Mm-hmm. Robert Redford. Oh, Jesus. Ned Beatty. Oh, man. And Gene Hackman. <laughs> so they these all, are all impossible. Yeah, they, they, right. I know. That's why I thought it was fun. And these are all people she started with in the 70s. Um, Ned Beatty was a network. Um, uh, I forgot what Gene Hackman was in with her now. My brain can't remember. Robert Redford was Three Days in a Condor, which is a great. I really enjoyed that movie. Mm-hmm. That's also a good classic Channel 11 movie, like WPIX, <laughs> like Sunday afternoon. Yeah. We return to Three Days of the Condor. <laughs> That's perfect. I really have no idea on any of these. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think. Okay. So put tell me I'm in order. Go from B to T and then we'll. Now. Mm, and, and yeah, of course, you're going to have to do their net worth at some point here. So. Maybe uh, it's either Dunaway or Be- Beatty or last. That would stand a reason. Be uh, what we know. About I go this. Ned Beatty. Is it Beatty or Beatty? Beatty. Beatty. I'll go Ned Beatty last. Okay. Well, how tall? Oh, we're doing tall height. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Height. Sorry. That's interesting. I was doing money, and they're both. <laughs> You're gonna do it the same way. <laughs> B to T. No, I'll go Faye Dunaway is the shortest. Okay. Uh, five, 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 seven, and she is the shortest. Okay. I was a little surprised by that. Beatty's next. Correct. Five eight. Correct. I think that's a classic Hollywood roundup. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's shorter because he looks tiny. Yeah. I, also fantastic. Robert Redford. Correct. It's 5'11 or 6 foot. 5'11. 5'10. Okay. I, I was actually surprised it said 5'10 because that means he's probably 5'8. Yeah. I was shocked by that. But it could be current height. He could be shrinking. Gene Hackman. He could be call, pulling a reverse kilo. <laughs> Gene Hackman. This one's tough, I think. 6'2. Correct. See, he looks huge, but also I feel like everyone's so short in Hollywood. He looks... He looks like he's 6'5", but he's 6'2". Yeah, right, he, right. He looks like Kate Hoder. And you're like, <laughs> how is that possible? <laughs> the worst Jason. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the best wrestler of the Jasons, though. 
Oh boy! All right, so put them in order for their net yeah. worth, and then we'll finish. So up. Ned, Beatty. Need to know Ned? Ned the head? Yeah. Bing. Uh, hmm. Now the Groundhog, dollars. Groundhog Day coming back again. Oh, I love that movie. Um. This is so. This is so hard. Right, because. He is one of those guys. He's in probably 150 movies. But he was movies. making money when guys made money in movies. But he was also the fifth banana. Like I he's, know. he's good and popular and, and he's famous. Big, just like he's in Superman. He's in he's right. in movies that made a ton of money. Yeah. But did he get paid? All the President's Men, Network. He's in every good movie. In that era. Yeah. and But yet, did he have a payday? I'll go. Did I'll he have go a sitcom ever? 20 million. Higher, lower, lower, really? five million. Wow, I know, I know. I mean, I was right on the order, I guess, but yeah, you're right in the order. But it, it, it damn, it, it, it was surprising. That's very shocking. Okay, Faye Dunaway. Whew. I, I mean, again, these are impossible. impossible. Twenty-five, forty. Okay, right, like. That doesn't surprise me quite as much. Twenty five sounds like the actual answer to me. Like when you, when yeah. I looked it up, I thought twenty yeah. twenty five at most. Again, not about value, but I just yeah, clearly. But again, she might have had stuff in the eighties, like clothes and makeup. Like we don't know. I think she would have been more worth more now. Oh yes, if she yeah, if she like her first movie is nineteen eighty seven, right? You know, she's like uh, you know, Susan like Golden or something, or, or yeah, yeah, like she would be fucking killing. All right, now the next one. Actually, I bet she's about the same age as Goldie Hawn, which is strange to think. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, I'll go Hackman next. Okay. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Because I, I feel those might be closer than you think, but maybe not. I, again, these these are the range is very huge here, I would say. I mean, he's just been acting. He's done so many movies. It's right. insane. Well, it's the joke in fucking PCU, right? He's writing his thesis on yeah, the Hackman, Hackman, what, yeah. Hackman Kane theory. It's, it's like, almost like Kevin Bacon now. Yeah, like, he's like, he's like, at any moment you could turn on a channel, there will be yeah. one of these two people will be in a movie. It's like, yeah, he was in uh, everything. Right. I, I would bet he's been in 200 movies. Great movies, shit movies. like Right. He's almost like pre-Al Pacino, like pre-Netflix. Exactly. Yes. He, he's a pre-Netflix Al Pacino career where yeah. he's in everything. Well, he hasn't been in something in a while though no he retired oh we did do you know what his last movie is no i don't know why i know this but well you like gene hackman welcome to mooseport oh that was his last movie Mm -hmm. i kind of like that movie it's fun actually it's It's a great idea i like it it's not as well executed as it could be but the idea of like i like ray romano as an actor he's fantastic i don't it's a good actor he does not get enough credit at all i know he's great is he in, I is, wish he did more drama. Is he in The Irishman? He's in something. Somebody was talking about him like getting an Oscar nomination for like a movie, but maybe it's a TV show, and I just misheard. He it. was great in this movie. It's a Netflix movie with um the guy in the league. Um, he's in those horror movies too. I forget what his character wow. was. In the Gene Hackman only a hundred movies. Wow. I I'm, I thought I would have bet my bottom dollar two hundred. So Ray, so Ray, yeah, me too. Ray Ronald's in this movie with uh one of the guys from the league. I forget which guy it is. It, it's not the ones we. It's not Paul or Jason or um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and the guy has has cancer, and Ray Romano is his friend. They live in like this apartment building, and the guy wants to take that the pill that you can take to kill yourself. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah. 
and Ray Romano like what like is his only friend and he like stays with him the whole time. He walks him through it. He's fant- he's unbelievable in this movie. Oh, um I yeah. I forgot the name of it, yeah, but I I'm watched trying, it. Trying to find and it was very sad. But it's a, it was a Netflix original. But he's so good in it. Yeah. No, he's he was good on um, Men of a Certain Age. I love that show. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, <laughs> we, we have four conversations, <laughs> and they're ongoing and they're they're repetitive. Okay, so Gene oh, Hatt- he is in the Irishman. I think. Oh, they, he is. And they somebody said he's the best actor in the movie. Good. I, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Is it next week? I think. Uh, yeah. We'll set aside four hours. I know. Fuck I don't know because I have to watch me. it with Adrian. So I don't know what time we're gonna. Watch. Ooh, fuck. Too long. Um. All right. So Gene Hackman, seventy-five million. Damn, you're good. Eighty. I, I I feel it today. Yeah, and we're we're back on kind of traditional guesses, even though these are hard. Yeah, th- I could get there somehow. Yeah, you could. You have a logic, and it works. All right. So someday, if someone's gonna come out of nowhere to challenge you, like no, they, they've done. Pe- Mike does well again. Yeah, me. I know, but like someone's gonna literally show up like a Joey Chestnut and just like destroy <laughs> you. I know. I'll take being Kobayashi. <laughs> yeah, it's great. He's a legend. Uh, all right, Robert Redford. This one's hard. Is he retired? What's he done lately? No, he's he was in the. Um, did you see that movie? Uh, the, the the man, old man with the gun. Mm-mm. It's good. It's yeah. a, it was a true story about this guy who robbed banks as an old man. It's fascinating. All right. I mean, I like Robert Redford. Um, no, he still make. I think he said that was his last acting role. Actually, okay. so that was his very last one. But he directs movies still. All right. All right. Good job. Are you good? Mm. Is he? He's. I. He's definitely over a hundred. Is he two hundred? I don't know. That's the question. Well, here's the thing about Redford that I think complicates this is that one, he created Sundance, <sighs> the film festival yeah. and like the lab. And two, he produced every movie he was in from like 1970 on. Okay. Like he, he so he owns a lot. So he was, had a piece of the action and basically probably became a production company at some point. So like all the president's men from then on, basically he's not that he has like a ton of box office. It's after that. No, but like he probably had a piece of sneakers or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Legal Eagles. Oh God. Can you imagine Deborah Winger? <laughs> I'll go two fifty. There's a person who like doesn't exist anymore, a Deborah Winger type. Yeah. Like crazy eyes, good actress, but also just like careful. Yeah. <laughs> just don't don't get too close. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I missed that. You I better mean, call her back. I love a movie with that unhinged energy. It's great. Two fifty. It's probably more. I feel like I talked you into a high number, but 170. I was going to say 175. I I'm, just I'm sorry. No, it's I, fine. I, 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 I no, pushed you're you right. a little. Producing, you never know. Like Right, because you can lose money. That's the other part of that. Right, and I'm sure he did. Yeah, some movies. of those have to be duds. Right. Yeah, it's it's those guys are fascinating for that reason. Directing, producing, and acting. And he's acting and stuff. He's probably getting a payday. You're getting a piece. Yeah, and you're it, paying yourself. And you're Robert Redford, right? Like if they want yeah. you in a movie in 1987, they're going to give paying. you 15 yeah. million dollars because you're going to make a lot of money. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's fat. Yeah, those are good though. I liked all those. Those are all good. Yeah, Faith Dunaway. That was a tough one. Yeah, I I usually do them before I look. I just kind of sort of guess in my head. I didn't get any of those. Ned Beatty. I know. I I felt bad. I don't love him. Yeah, he's great. He's so good. He's Mm. good range. Maybe one of the most famous scenes in cinema history, right? When he's squealing in the woods. Like I know. Just to sign up to do that. Yeah, right. And you're established at that point. In 1974. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. Maybe he wasn't as established then, though. He definitely had been in movies. I don't know if he was super famous, but I think he was also one of my all-time favorite bad movies, Honky Tonk Highway. (laughs) I've never heard of it. Really? No. Oh, it's all about... Well, now I know this. At the time, I didn't know this. So it's all about where highways get constructed and who gets the money. So, like, this town basically is in a competition to get the highway Mm. in Florida. Florida. And 
it's basically like a kind of like a comedy about the South, like you know, like all those Southern movies, late seventies, yeah. early eighties. It's so bad, but so funny. Right. Like I loved it, yeah. loved it. Okay, I rented Honky Tonk I rented Honky Tonk Highway <laughs> and watched it on HBO. That's how much <laughs> I like that. All right, so <laughs> we've been on a journey tonight. Yeah, a lot of stuff to cover that, mm. that we did cover. Uh, I wouldn't watch this one, right? No. It's not about, it's not uplifting. It's not about things. I only want people to watch because I want them to debate the things we debated. I want to have a conversation about it, but there's no, right. there's no entertainment reason to watch. No. It's, it's purely a scientific experiment. Right. And I think I know what movie we're doing. That's, it's oh, the holiday do. season, baby. You do? Favorite right. time of year. Well, we have to talk about it after. All right. I'll tell you the one I want to do and then we get a group. Yeah. Great. I feel like I'll probably be on board. Um, but I can't wait. It's our favorite time of year. Or yeah. my favorite time. And if you want to, I would love to hear people's thoughts on what you would do in a switcheroo. No, oh, that's a good idea. Would, would you, what, send us an email. Which tack do you take? Tom, with the folios of Florio this week, if you do it, send us what you would do in a switcheroo. Yeah. What, what lesson are you trying to learn and do you try to learn it? Right. I think every day Tom tries to learn a lesson. He does. He doesn't need a switcheroo. Right. But if he did get in a switcheroo, would his lesson what, what be? What would he do? Would, his lesson... would he do a Groundhog Day scenario? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or would he try to learn a lesson? And would his lesson be how to loosen up instead of following rules <laughs> and learning that's, lessons? That's, that's what I'm going for. Will he roll with me I want, or to me? I want my friend Tom Florida to unbutton that top button. Yeah. Get into it. Yeah. See what's going on Let in that loose. chest. But. <laughs> Alright. I think we've done enough. <laughs> we've done for, enough damage. For Dr. Recovery and Dell and Ken Norsey, and this has been another episode of the Cyberbullies. See you. On the next Cyberbullies podcast. We continue the holiday season. Starring Rob Lowe. I take it Mr. Conrad won't be joining us. And Kristen Davis. Thank you, Yoda. Holidays in the wild. I just remember this week when Florio was my manager. <laughs> I just saved this for the episode, but it's funny. He, we were like working on something. I don't know. It was like later in my career when I was there. Like he's standing at my desk and I'm like talking to him, and he's like having a thought. And he's like, he's like, give me a pen. He's like, give me something to write on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Give me something to write on. I brought my pencil.